Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Welcome to the You, Me, and the Scene podcast brought to you by Revival Recordings. Hello, and welcome back to You, Me, and the Scene podcast brought to you by Revival Recordings. Um, this week's episode, we're going to be joined by some special guests. Um, I In my head earlier when I was like, oh, I'll wait until the video surprises who it is. And then I'm like, our trailer's going to show who it is anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to be um, joined by Ghost Champ. And yeah, so we're going to get into some topics with them the origins of the band, what they're working on. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and they're from uh, Thrill House's Neck of the Woods. So yes, I got excited when I saw a phone number with 845 in it. So (laughs) So I'm sure they'll have some some fun things to discuss too while we're going. Um, Yeah, so we're excited to have them on. We're down E. We have one more episode after this of the quote unquote season um that all four of us will be on so hopefully and then hopefully you'll come back for season two guys not you not not yeah. amanda and Haley, the the listeners <laughs> yeah. like you guys are still coming back but <laughs> hopefully the listeners do um yep we're um, gonna do a little break for the holidays and then we'll be back up and running after that so exciting um nice couple updates in the revival world by the time this comes out, uh, Gold Steps will have dropped their cover of uh, Taylor Swift's Blank Space. So yep. check that out. Which is um, the most Liz from Gold Steps thing yeah. ever. Ever. So. Yes, ever. it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> if you listen to our Liz episode, you would know. <laughs> I was talking mm. to her earlier about a quote and or I was like, did you change the lyrics any? So because so I, I was putting it in the back end and she's like no the lyrics are iconic and perfect the way they are like, okay all right <laughs> that's enough all oh, right yes yes other than yes. the Taylor Swift cover uh was there anything else we needed to mention at the top here uh Alisana they'll be going out on tour in a couple oh, weeks back, back following this yes uh, yeah they'll be back on tour um from what I understand there's some still some VIP available so if you haven't grabbed those be sure to grab them also because they are speaking of that yeah they are Mm -hmm. selling but also they are very much still on sale we see i see comments every so often that people say they can't find it or they think it's sold out if something says it's sold out it's probably just the tier three vip which is limited to Mm -hmm. four people per show vip in general is probably still available you just have to Mm -hmm. look in the right spot we'll probably we could put a link in the description for this to find yeah yeah yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah. and and don't forget, as I mention every time, it's gonna be Amanda's birthday. <laughs> it oh, is yeah. birthday, gonna be my month. birthday So tip birthday month generously. <laughs> I need to pay my rent, so <laughs> that would be a great birthday present. Yeah. Um, so so catch them back out on tour. Um, they've been dropping awesome merch too lately. So go grab some of that, guys. Yep. Oh yeah, um, good one. Dennis is killing that. Yeah. Yeah. They're also we uh, this be it's kind of early to say this now, but we will have new Black Friday merch coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. and that includes That's an Alisana sick. item. So. And it's sick. It is. 
other than all of that, um, we, at the time of this airing or posting, will have a new signing to announce, which is Ghost Chant from Hudson Valley, New York, and they will join us momentarily. Welcome back to the You, Me, and the Scene podcast. We're joined with Gus and Dan from Ghost Chant, who we Amanda just mentioned is our newest signing to Revival. Yeah! So we're excited to have you guys. And um, we would have done the announcement. Well, this is the announcement if people are listening. And if not, you'll find out about it when we post about it later in the week. But here we are. Yeah. Or this is coming out. This is coming out. The day after? of the after announcement. No, it's coming the day. Everything the happens. Day of. Got it. Yeah. Everything oh, happens on like... that Monday. Um, All right. I have it in my calendar because I have a bunch of stuff to do that day. So. <laughs> I got three jobs. You know, things mesh together. <laughs> First of all, who are you, and what do you do in your brand for the people at home? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm Dan, and I do <laughs> vocals. Uh, I'm Dust. <laughs> And I play guitar. Nice. Awesome. And there are three other people in the band. There are. Yes. Uh, yeah, we've got Mike, Brandon, and Matt. And I, we were talking about what we were going to talk about on this episode. And I said that I was really excited that we're finally signing a band from where I'm from. So mm-hmm. I think True that's that. cool as shit. Uh, 845. <laughs> whatever shout out Hudson um, Valley yeah <laughs> I don't live there anymore I left a while ago but uh, I wanted to get into how you guys all met and what the scene was like uh finding your musician friends and stuff in that area oh boy uh so <laughs> Gus and I go back well Gus and I go back like uh coming up on probably like 20 years now that we've known oh, wow. each other and actually there's it's still funny to this day every year um i gotta i gotta remember the exact date but every year there's like a facebook post here we go to like your facebook memories yeah there's mm-hmm. one from like 2011 where i like tag gus and i'm like who wants to start a band with gus and i <laughs> and then go figure go figure like 14 years later here we are 13 years and, mm-hmm. um yeah no i mean Back when we we were doing um, like younger and stuff like that, the scene was like awesome. It was huge. Um, like you know, the, the the difference between like Albany and like New York City, we were right smack in the middle. So like we kind of split the difference of all like the major tours that came through and stuff like that, which was awesome. So like, and this is when like uh, the Chance and the Loft Theater, like which is our primary mm-hmm. venue and Club Grand and stuff like that, were still kind of booming. And every like pretty much thursday friday saturday sunday there was a show going on and like as a adolescent youth at the early days of the myspace like mm-hmm. if you weren't at the shows who were you you know what i mean if you, you can't post your honestly after the show to say saw you there you know what i mean we um, were probably at a lot of the same shows if you guys were going to shows at the chance most definitely yeah. i was uh, yeah I went to every alisana show there from like yeah. 2008 to 2012 so I'm sure exactly. we cross paths at some point. Yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, we Gus and I go back real, real far, and then Brandon kind of as well. Brandon has been around for a long time as well. And, yeah, um, when uh, 
when I moved to uh, the Hudson Valley, like it was towards the end of high school and stuff and getting into music and joining a band and stuff and starting to play local shows and meeting people. Um, Dan, I think, yeah, we met at probably one of my first shows up in Poughkeepsie um, back when I was in high school and we kind of just hit it off and stuck together. We're both two kind of husky fellas in the scene and we bonded over being two burly bearded guys <laughs> and it was uh it was kind of a match made in heaven yeah we we always tried and talked about making music together um dan was in uh, a bunch of awesome bands back in the day and i mean they were great uh so <laughs> and it was always like hey if you ever need a guitar player i'm there and it just never worked out and then i moved out west for a little bit and when i came back uh i started a band things didn't really work out and dan hit me up and he was like hey current project isn't really uh doing anything right now i want to start something let's make it happen so i went to their last show met the rest of the guys um from the band or matt and mike and we just hit it off immediately and it was just lightning in a bottle we got together mm. january 1st new year's day we were like hey we're all off let's jam let's see what we can do i'm pretty sure we wrote like the first half of our first song that day. And um, it was just, you know, balls to the walls from there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Never look back. Two Husky Hudson Valley dudes. Yeah. That's <laughs> just it. Maybe that should be the title of this. <laughs> Two, Two Husky Hudson, Hudson Valley dudes. <laughs> yes, yeah. the title of the episode. I, I feel like that's, that's right going to hit a different algorithm. Than the show <laughs> that's but hey, that's, hey. Well, gotta like gotta grow the audience somehow. Yeah. yeah, we're, we're everyone's <laughs> invited to this podcast. Oh yeah, that's a I website you don't tell people about, though. Husky Hudson Valley Boys. That is not a website you promote. <laughs> oh my god! Stay away, kids. Stay away. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, pretty I much how it happened. Like, will I can, actually go and search that. I might just do we have don't, don't we have to buy the domain now? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike, Matt, and I had a previous project, so I had actually met those two from that project because I didn't know them. Um, yeah, mm. and Mike, Matt's been around for a while too. His his brother um, was like in a lot of older um, like pop rock, pop punk bands from the area as well. But I just I never knew them, so I actually met mm -hmm. them through a band member of, from that previous band, and then mm -hmm. I don't know. They we just gelled pretty quickly. The whole thing kind of took off, like like us was saying, like New Year's Day pretty positive we wrote like the first half of our first song like and we had like toyed about what kind of sound we wanted and we were like we had discussed like previous like oh maybe we want to do this maybe we want to, we want to do that we just got in the room and then as it started going we were like oh okay this is what we're gonna be <laughs> yeah here we are the blocks the blocks fell into place quite nicely and then brandon just so happened to be one of the best photographers in the area and videographers so he was one of the first people we wanted to work with um, when we started the band. So he's been kind of a part of our creative process since the very beginning. And um, mm. when our previous bass player, Luke, decided to, um, you know, pursue other things, he 
not right away, but eventually was like, hey, let's let's make this happen. And we were like, yes. And we absorbed him. Mm. And now he is a... Uh, <laughs> absorbed him into the too. Husky Hudson voice. Oh, yeah. yeah, although he's, he's, he's we're gonna keep he's, he's not <laughs> it's just guys. An honorary one yeah. just absorbed yeah. him in. They're 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 <laughs> burly, they're just not husky. <laughs> what would have been really awkward is if he would have been like, let's do it, and they were like, Can you even play? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Something's like, not hey. adding up here. All right, do you guys have a base I could use? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, exactly. Hey, hey, man, I know you're the touring band, but can we borrow your gear? <laughs> nice set. Uh, can I borrow? Um, but it yes. is it. It helps. <laughs> it helps us out a lot, and obviously, like he, uh, he's not the only visual artist in the band, right? More of you do that as, or work with visuals. Yeah, as well, I right? work. I work as a product photographer, and I do like content creation for an online music store out here in the mm. Hudson Valley. And um, uh, I'm also like, I've been a concert photographer in the area for a long time. And Dan's quite a talented graphic designer. So we've been able to keep a lot of our uh, creative processes in-house. Uh, for the Which is awesome and always, I feel like as a band, you always have to like, yeah. obviously before you're signed, have to, do everything yourself you kind of can't just be a musician i think we've talked about this in our meetings before too that like bands kind of you know have to evolve into this business many they wear many hats usually usually it's like one or two of the band members that like take over that responsibility so um kind of take it upon themselves but definitely definitely a lot of work when you are doing everything yourself for sure. uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's great to like outsource for sure. Like, w- like uh, we've got a bunch of buddies who also do like graphic design, so like I'll bounce ideas back and forth with them. Like, but ultimately, like keeping it all as DIY as humanly possible, honestly, like is probably one of the biggest things that kind of kept us going through like COVID as well. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like Gus, Gus having the ability and like to to demo at, from home essentially, like kept the writing flowing going. And then, like, mm-hmm. anything we need, like, graphically just to kind of, like, hopefully stay relevant during such a tough time was, like, huge. So, like, if we had to outsource that when th- people were really struggling to, like, financially make it, you know, everybody's prices went up across the whole country. So, like, the mm-hmm. fact that, like, being able to do it internally, I think, really kind of helped keep it alive in a way. And then just, and we you just guys- kept doing it. <laughs> Right. You guys also, like, when I, I saw you guys out here a few, it's over a month ago now, I think, um, and you showed me on your phone, you guys have just so much stuff, like, backlog to work on going forward, and yeah, so much have, stuff written. I mean, I we have probably, like, you know, 10 demos from 2021 or 2022, <laughs> not including, like, the eight or nine songs that we've have, you know, kind of loaded up ready to go mm-hmm. so um you know we're we've got plenty in the chamber to, uh, to just machines content <laughs> machines yeah well that was like the mindset originally like we we were like we recorded i think the first time we recorded was maybe like may of the year that we like first started and then we released the song we shot the video in like august i think we released it um around august as well or give or take but when we released it in August, we were back in the studio like that mm-hmm. month and we recorded the next stuff. So like when we recorded 
um, like the, the EP, and we put that out in January. When we put it out in January, we were in the studio again. Mm-hmm. And, like, we were recording the next thing. So like for a while, we were pumping stuff out every like six to eight months, give or take. And like, it's like, you'd leave, okay, we're going to release this. Great. We're going to go to the studio the month that we're releasing it. So we just have continuous stuff going. Mm-hmm. And then like, it was great at first and like big ups to the work ethic on our end, but like we definitely <laughs> slowed it down and said, let's just do this a little <laughs> bit more meticulous and like really, really, really kind of like dive in and digest what we're doing and just focus on like, is this sonically the best or should we take a little bit of time, go back to it, listen again, and then change a mm-hmm. few things. And I think that's worked out a lot better. I think the songwriting structurally and just sound wise has been like, Mm-hmm. way better <laughs> nice. yeah some of the the songs that we have uh that's currently sitting in a dropbox folder right now that have me very <laughs> giddy to release because they're <laughs> you know some of the best stuff that i personally have ever written and i'm super proud of them so just so uh, keep an ear you know, out it's a matter of time but uh <laughs> if you come to the shows that we're playing after right after this podcast comes out then you will hear one two one of the songs one? Yeah. there you yeah go. we're playing a new song that's not released so just put them there do you know those dates off the top of your head to plug them um, 24th 25th 26th and 27th of october we're going out with um god's eyes yeah god's yeah, eyes from uh long island, long island actually yep. no it's just the it's the 25th will be in baltimore 25th um 26th in doylestown pa uh, 27th is a hometown show in Newburgh, which is going to be awesome. Ooh. And the 28th will be in Queens. Um, all of the venues and stuff are on our Instagram, so you can check them out. Oh, nice. nice. We got to get you back down in North Shameless Carolina. Shameless plugging. <laughs> yeah, no. So one of the one of the beautiful things about playing North Carolina is that my dad lives down there. And, oh, nice. Uh, so when, I, when we got down uh, last year, we played in Charlotte the night before. Mm-hmm. And my dad lives in Gastonia. Oh, so cool. we were in, we we're actually in, we were in South Carolina the night before, drove up to Gastonia that night, spent the night at my dad's and I got to see my little brother and my little sister and my dad and stepmom and everyone. And then also got to uh, go sleep in not a hotel, <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to cram five people into a uh, single uh, room. But uh also, just being able to see my family, any excuse to go down to North Carolina, I'm definitely on board. So we'll do awesome. that. Yeah, just exactly. a we'll quick keep note. In mind. I'm from, originally, my hometown is Shelby, North Carolina, uh, which is about 20, 30 minutes from Gastonia. So I I know that area very well. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, there's a Facebook page called, um, oh, I, I forget what it is, but it's just posts and events that happen in Gastonia. <laughs> yeah. That are quite yes. ludicrous, and it mm-hmm. is very entertaining. Yep. <laughs> so it's uh, it's quite quite the area for sure. But any excuse to see family on tour is uh, is a good yeah, one. So sure. mm-hmm. I'd like to make that happen. Too. So when you say you get a nice break and you get a nice bed, and Thrill House is the only one out of the three of us that is used to touring life, yeah. uh, what is your guys' usual setup? Are you guys? Amanda has a specific spot in the van. 
They have a specific yeah. seating, like chart, the outside of van. <laughs> well, you, are you guys that organized? <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Um, no. I mean, we have we have our areas in the van when we're like playing passenger. Like we always kind of stick to one spot whenever we're not driving. Um, but when we're on the road and we're usually anytime we get the tours usually around the summertime and it's really hot mm-hmm. and it's a little too warm to sleep in mm-hmm. the van mm. so well what's you know 60 dollars between you know five six people to get a red roof in mm-hmm. and you know s- sleep in maybe not the nicest floor but air conditioning well, i was gonna say 60 bucks is being gracious dude we're talking like <laughs> we got like this yeah we got like this we had it's still like to this day like the wildest place we stayed at uh we had like a motel at in the middle of nowhere and right so it's like the parking lot and then there's a wood fence and on the other side of the wood fence is a slaughterhouse oh my god and yeah. it was like no it was no. like Oh my gosh! Like this was like probably get some good songwriting done yeah. there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We, we I will tell you, I slept like a baby. Uh, <laughs> but scary. I think we were there on a weekend though, so it wasn't. <laughs> wasn't open. It wasn't operating. No, no. no. there was no was screams scary. coming yeah. from the. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't no, no my cousin uh, Vinny. Does anybody <laughs> else watch Shit's Creek? Anybody else no. watch Shit's Creek? No. There's an ep- there's an episode where they're like planning their wedding. It's this beautiful venue, and they're like doing the walkthrough of the like venue, and then all of a sudden you just hear like pigs squealing, and they're like, "What is that?" <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, that's the slaughterhouse up the street." Oh, and they're just gosh. like, "Is that going to be happening? <laughs> Are we going to marry?" It's, it's funny. Oh, do you so want I, fresh food like, for the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, <laughs> maybe. Yikes. Hi, lad. Yes. <laughs> Big Schutz Creek girl. So. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I think everybody has their show that they're like, I can see every episode a million yep. times. I can reference I literally... it's like this in the office. You can reference every single thing to it. So. Yeah. The... Yeah. The office is, is a regular mm-hmm. reference. Yeah. Uh, amongst the ghost chant films before we hopped on i just finished my most recent watch through of seinfeld and just hit play on the first episode again so mm. yeah. i've never I watched through cheers. all of seinfeld's <laughs> that's a, such a that's the most random like, show to be like yeah <laughs> give, me a good, give me a good 70s sitcom i'm in yeah 70s 80s i'm like i'm down this is my vibe i don't know why but it is Oh, do you have a Cheers bar? Like, if you had to pick a bar where you live, do you have a Cheers everybody knows <laughs> bar? I do. I do. <laughs> to be to be fair, it's like it's at the corner of my block, and that the half the people that work there I've known for like a long time. But it's mm. getting to the point where like even like the local creatures are like, I know that guy. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, gotta, I'm just here you, for wings and football, dude. Like, <laughs> you gotta grow, you gotta grow your beard longer and start like disguising yourself so you can go in there. You're like, I think I'm, I'll fit I'm in noticed. more if I do. These are like these are creatures, man. <laughs> this is like this is your hole in the wall local like just mm. 
somebody's leaving there with a DUI. (laughs) (laughs) It's guaranteed. You're like, shout out to those creatures that are definitely watching this episode right now. (laughs) Definitely. Shout out to you guys. (laughs) Call an Uber. We usually are shouting shouting out like Amanda's exes or people she got mad at on tour. That's usually our shout outs. We're like, if just to know if they're still like, keep it up with her and watch what yeah, she's doing. No, it's so. always my test of like, <laughs> they know who they are. And if they still check up on me, then this is, it's your yeah. fault for checking up on me. So they're like, yo, yeah. I watched this episode from like six months ago. Why do you have to say that? It's like three years ago. What's, what is it from super bad? It's like eight years ago. Get over it. People don't forget. Yes. Oh man. And neither does Amanda. So no. literally ever. Um, <laughs> and ironically they're all in the hudson valley but rapidly getting away from the point getting it back on track uh, Haley, you want to direct us a little bit like we, we went for a little bit there okay i was i was holding us on point for quite a while there okay yeah no we were good by we were being good. quiet <laughs> name of the game derail that's the name derail of the game. The derail. derail it um <laughs> Okay, let's okay, back to band things. Um <laughs> You can derail it after this question. Okay, okay mom. Dan. What's up next? <laughs> yes, if you did if Gus and Dan, if you didn't know, I am the uh the label mom. mom. And yeah. so if uh you need to be bailed out of jail, don't call me. Um so actually <laughs> she will she will show up. She will show up though. I will show up. Yeah, I know. She won't be happy like, about it, but she'll show up. Get him out. She'll give you a stern out. talking to after. But... With a clipboard. <laughs> it's yeah. not even to bail us out. It's just to give us a stern talking to just, in the just, <laughs> just to laugh at it. I, yeah. I drove all the way here to make a point. <laughs> and you're not That's getting it. out. <laughs> She's not mad, she's just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, back to the back to the things. Um, what do you guys um, contribute your like inspirations to when you're writing music? Like, I'm sure you have like bands that you have like grown up with, and that's kind of the sound, or not even the sound. You're not trying to copy them, obviously, but just have as inspirations for your music. Uh, I mean, as a guitar player and, you know, when I was, uh, early teens and getting into really focusing on music, I found myself bored of a lot of the core bands because I was like, okay, some of this stuff is, uh, you know, it's cool to listen to. Some of the riffing is fun, but like, I'm it. It doesn't really it's do repetitive. anything for me. And yeah. then I heard Seosin, <laughs> and I heard the self-titled for the first time, and that record blew my mind. And I was like, "Wait, these guitar riffs aren't like bouncing just off of the open string and doing these, you know, same like minor riffs." Like, Bo is one of my favorite guitar players he has been for a long time and now like we, we dm dm each other on instagram every once in a while and i'm just like, oh, happening. It's, it's, it's fun. um but like that band kind of opened my mind a little bit with guitar playing and like how i want to write music and also like how i wanted to perform because 
watching them. Like I saw them play at the loft. I for maybe 2009 you saw seosin play at the loft is that what you just said i'm fairly yeah. certain it was at the loft yeah it that's was insane it was, it was it was like 07 yes yes it was a little bit earlier yeah um and just being blown away at how much they were moving how they weren't destroying their guitars on the uh like five and a half foot ceiling that is the loft mm-hmm. or the monitor that used to hang overhead uh and just like completely blown away by that band. And also, uh, I remember seeing the Ambrosia video and being like, <laughs> these guys, how do they play guitar with their guitars flipping? And like the movies and they all have and the stuff. same haircut. Yeah. How can they <laughs> see? How do they do that? And like, I like, I never had like the cool swoop hair. I always wanted it. And I was like, I just want to like not be able to see what I'm doing when I'm playing guitar. But I was cursed, I was cursed with, uh, you know, uh, a hairline uh, of non-existence. So uh, I never got that. But those bands for me growing up, I was always like, uh, the music was awesome, but also the performance was something mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, high energy, high intensity all the time. And that's one thing that when we started not only writing music, but performing, we all try to give it, you know, as much as we can all the time. And, you know, by the end of tour, sometimes it's not always at the level that you want it to be, but you know, the first couple of shows are always like, you know, balls to the walls. I mean, every show we try to go balls to the walls, but mm. um, yeah, those bands really were like integral in like my guitar playing. And still to this day, like I try to approach songwriting and my like approach to like writing leads and stuff to be melodic, but not, you know, boring. And that's... Mm. Yeah, that's that's kind of my uh, my spiel for like inspiration stuff like that. I also listen to a lot of blues and a lot of like jazz and not typical core music. So yeah, those kind of you know certain uh, chord voicings and stuff that I like to play around with don't necessarily come from the standard power chord and all that stuff. So, mm. um, but yeah, those are kind of my inspirations. When it comes to the musical end of things, nice. His answer was way better than mine. mine. I'm like sitting here. I'm just like, damn, man. I was gonna be like, I just, I just write about the the things I see. (laughs) I like to see stuff. I'm like, they just pop in my head, and I just write them down. (laughs) You know, sometimes sometimes it's as simple as that. It's like, um, I used to like writing. I used to write for people, like friends of mine. Cause like I was never really like younger. I was never good at like the whole like self-analyzing and like write about your life. Cause I'm like boring. I'm living that. I don't want to write about that. Um, So like I used to just like write about friends and like the things that they were going through. And then, um, and then I wrote, uh, it was a long time ago, but I wrote a song uh, for another band way back in the day. And it was the first time I ever got like a message where somebody had been like, dude, like, I really thought about ending it and then I read it and like that's when it completely kind of changed my mind about the way I write and it became like more about the represent like less about like a specific story per se but just more about like the emotions that people can feel 
-hmm. and like they don't always make sense and like that's kind of what is beautiful about being a human is like you sometimes you just there you don't get it you just don't understand and it's hard to like work around that so I've always kind of just written um from the perspective of just the raw emotion rather than trying to make sense of things Okay. Nice. Jumping, that jumping. Yeah. That's a good answer too. That is a good now. Answer. Now Gus is like, can I change mine? <laughs> if you if you ever need a good like heavy cry, just read the Ghost Chant lyrics. There's some mm. songs that I listen to, and I'm just like, uh, dude, I shouldn't be feeling these kinds of. Dan shouldn't be literally me feel these kinds of ways. But like, I was like cutting the the ad so. I mean, when I say ad cuts, if anyone's listening and doesn't know what that is, we cut up a music video to be posted on like Instagram and socials and we run ads with them. And I was cutting up the ads for I Know Everything and Dig. And I was so kind of bummed. (laughs) (laughs) But I they were great songs to (laughs) listen to over and over again for work. So that was great. Do you have a um do you have a specific story behind I know everything? Like Oh boy. Uh uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I mean I'll I guess I'll kind of keep it short and sweet, really, and go I won't go too far into it. Um so that one is a kind of is a personal one. <laughs> Great job, Haley. You picked one the personal was, one. No, hey, it's <laughs> cool. Um, no, 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 it's cool. It was just it's um so uh it's it was kind of about um like when my marriage started falling apart Mm. um so like it was just kind of the idea of like whatever it's it takes to like figure this out like i'm just i'm willing to do it like and like Mm. it's like i know like everything's not okay and everything is like good bad falling apart like everything isn't necessarily like an accusatory thing it's just like i know everything i get it i understand what's happening um Mm. and then it's like kind of a mixture of that but yeah that's that's that one okay (laughs) it's a great song a great great song song. i love it such a good song well let's take it up a little bit (laughs) (laughs) oh guys now that we now that we all are gonna be crying so next i I was gonna (laughs) mention that there is a, a pretty not contrast, that's probably the wrong word, but you guys do have a pretty wide range of, like, pretty heavy, super heavy stuff to, like, sing-along type choruses and yeah. less... I, I appreciate the variety. Is there any direction either way with the new stuff that you're going to be working on? or uh, It's a little both. Yeah, um, yeah, we've... um. I think we've settled into a a bit of a groove as far as um the vibe for the new stuff for sure. It's we have some of the heaviest things we've ever released like one of the songs that I mentioned earlier is by far the heaviest song we've ever written. Like it's uh I I hope to see kids um you know doing that you know spin kicks and jujitsu <laughs> yeah you know see. just beating the shit um, out of each other kickboxing i want to see i want to see more kickboxing as um, <laughs> for uh but it's um but then we also have like super groovy uh you know kind of sing-along stuff 
as well. So uh, I I personally love the eclecticness of mm. our music because, um, like I said, like having a band sound like just one thing all the time for ten songs is it's not you know, interesting. I, I like I like variety and. Um, if I'm going to be playing it, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to want to listen to it. So, yeah, no, it's like there's the the big rule is like there's no such thing as a bad demo. Right. Like mm-hmm. it, you shouldn't be if you wrote something really soft with like a really pretty melody to it that doesn't sound like it could work. You should still send it because like it could. It's, it could. <laughs> it's funny. So I know everything. The demo for that song was other band question mark. Because when I wrote it, I wasn't sure because it's super light compared to the other music that we were writing at the time. So I wasn't sure if it was going to end up as a ghost chant song. I was like, it, you know, it's definitely different than some of the other things that we had put out. And I brought it to practice one day and everybody was just like, yeah, let's pick it apart and um, make it, you know, give it the ghost chant sparkle. And, you know, I'm, I'm super happy with the way that it turned out because, uh, yeah. Was, I, I do love that I song. Just, I, also, I think yeah. that's the name of the episode, Ghost Chant Sparkle. Ghost Chant Sparkle. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Ghost Chant yeah. Sparkle. Hashtag Husky Hudson Valley Boys. <laughs> yeah. Well, or like a hyphen or like a colon or, you yeah. know, like a electric boogaloo situation. <laughs> That's it. Changing the Instagram handle. (laughs) Changing the band name, just like yeah. yeah. Listen, if Alexis on Fire can have the the Alexis on Fire's website could be the only band ever. Ours could be Husky Hudson Valley Boys, and it just brings you straight to. Is that really their website? Oh, Alexis on Fire's website for the longest time. I don't know if they changed it. It used to just be the only band ever. Dot com. I'm going to check it's, it. Hold on. I'm it's check so it. It's strange. It's so strange. That you it is. It that 100% band. still is. It is. It's, it still is the only band ever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even, I don't even want to go to Husky Hudson Valley, Valley boys.com. Cause I don't, don't do it. <laughs> I'm on a work call right now. I don't you, think I should. It's just going to bring you straight to a picture <laughs> of me. <laughs> It's so strange that you said Alexis on Alexis on fire because that's actually they're they're my song of the week. They have a song of the week for them this week. Um, we'll find out later, but it is strange that you just said them, and I'm like, wait a minute, he's in my head. What's happening? <laughs> I, I mean, they were another band too that uh, stood out so much when yeah. I was uh, first getting into you know writing or listening to the style of music that I feel like because they're definitely the uh um previous generation of the vein of music that i feel like we kind of fit into Uh, Mm. maybe not so much on the heavier side but like the dissident melodic um kind of guitar music because you know dallas is an amazing guitar player and back in the day you know using all these crazy effects and stuff delay in front of a dirty amp is my go-to lead sound and that <laughs> i wouldn't be in love with that sound if it wasn't for you know the intro to pulmonary archery that guitar tone just clashing guitar it's just is my favorite thing so like yeah 
bringing them up is uh, mm. very coincidental because yeah, the huge influence. I'm still kind of stuck on Seosin at the loft, and maybe I'm kind of <laughs> misremembering the timeline of Seosin's <laughs> career. But in my head, in 2007, Seosin. So the chance, the little lore here. The Chance is a venue in Poughkeepsie, and the venue upstairs from The Chance was The Loft. Is it still there? No, they closed the whole thing. Like, right, they the closed whole the venue whole... got shut down. I, I feel like I knew yeah. that. But, La- last know. couple of shows are actually within the next... Uh, yeah, Just Surrender is the show on gonna... Friday, and then Hate Breeze at the end of the month. And that's it. Damn, that's... Sad. really depressing but my point was how a lot of venues have like the main room and then a smaller room upstairs the yeah. loft is the smaller room upstairs so i'm picturing Seosin in 2007 at in this tiny room that like feels like you're gonna fall through the floor into the ceiling of the chance and back I mean, in the, just insane yeah back in the day that was like you know that was the a room for the core bands um, you know, I remember seeing shows at the chance, but it was always like, you know, uh, Everclear or, you know, a big <laughs> rock band yeah. or like eventually, you know, these bigger metalcore bands and stuff were coming through. Absolutely. But yeah, 2007, the loft was and Club Cranel were, you know, that those were the places to do a day to remember played Club Cranel. Oh my god! Club Cranel was in, was yeah. like a uh, was like a ninety five cap room. They played that room. So see, this is all right the... before I was allowed to go to shows. I was allowed to go in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So it was like right before that. That's one of the beauties of the Hudson Valley is that like not to like talk down about it, but it was like the B market in between, you know, these two major hubs. So we no, get totally. a lot of we get a lot of bands first tours coming through the Hudson Valley. Like I remember this is a little bit later, but 2010 ish, the story so far on their first mm-hmm. time mm. on the East coast playing with, you know, our friends at the time and 15, 20 other people. And <laughs> six months later, they play a secret show before bamboozle and it's a madhouse. There's like a thousand people cramming into a bowling alley. <laughs> I remember going to it and it was absolutely insane, but like I got to see them play six months before, you know, they did, I think under soil and dirt had just come out and they were awesome. And like, we got to experience a lot of these bands in such small, intimate rooms that, you know, nowadays you couldn't even imagine seeing, you know, a band like that. And, you know, then they sold the chance and kept booking, like, a Leonard Skinner cover band, and that's what happened to that place. It's true. When you guys were going to shows back then, we always, like, get into conversations between, like, us three and the bands we have on is, like, what kind of emo we were, or, like, if you were, because we were all very different. Like, Amanda was uh, wearing her trip pants. I can I can yes. tell you right now. Hold on. I can tell you right now that me and Gus and Dan were all the same kind of emo because we lived in the same Just place. Just because you were in the same area? Same yeah. So were you guys wearing trip pants? <laughs> hey, they were the... Hold on. They, the, they were the skinny trip pants, okay? I, oh, they were... I'm sorry. A lot... Were you wearing I the had, skinny trip pants? 
Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. It's, uh, it sounds re- it sounds absolutely ridiculous. I'm ninety nine percent positive. I don't think I've ever looked any different. Always <laughs> just been like a white a white t shirt and like jeans. Actually, I, I mean, I, I feel wanna, like okay, that's well, like the, I, I feel like that's very like pop punk like uniform there though, right? Like just the guess, jeans, white yeah. tee, it was, your, uh, your your gray hoodie. Like, that's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that that was it though. It was like it was. Uh, there was a minute for there was like a hot minute for maybe like six months, right? And if you remember this, Gus will, Gus will know. There was a hot minute for like six months where old navy bubble vests were like shit <laughs> over your hoodie. With hold on, hold on, this is gonna be great. Hold on, this is good. <laughs> yes. Oh my okay. gosh, you have so, one. This okay, is why we asked this question. No. I, I don't, I don't, but I do still have my cool hardcore dude hat. Okay. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. in the, the mosh attire, the mosh attire in like, you know, when, when I first started going to shows in Poughkeepsie was, yeah, like hoodie with bubble vest and uh, like cargo shorts and one of those black, uh, like hardcore dude hats. Yeah. And, and then everybody just... Beating the absolute like shit oh. out of me. Oh, dude, you and forgot like, the key part. Yeah. You forgot the key part. It was Air Maxes or New Balances, bro. Oh. <laughs> it was, it was and look, no I'm not between. gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I was like a, a tough dude at have ever been. Like I would go to these shows and I would stand very far in the back because mm. Poughkeepsie is notorious for having very hard dancers. Daniel Sun being yeah. one of them. Yo, don't um, you bring me up. Uh, <laughs> do we do we have video footage of that time? Anywhere uh, hidden? Yeah, one hundred. I would like to see it. <laughs> right. Insert it right uh, it, here. But I just it. I remember going to these shows and it was I was in awe watching this combat sport happen <laughs> while at the same time like these amazing bands were playing. And still to this day, like one of my favorite things, and I know we're not the heaviest band in the world, but when we do get to the heavier parts and whenever we play like upstate, our friends just go ham and it's, (laughs) it's just the most fun thing to see on stage. And that's why I'm excited for this new music because it's going to be, you know, the Carolinas too. Like every time we play South Carolina, those kids love music so much. They don't care if it's, you know, the heaviest beat down or, you know, lighter, heavy stuff like us, they go hard in the paint. And it's my, like, it's why I do it. Like, I love the reaction from other people. Like, I want to see the energy. And it's, yeah, that's uh, Mosh, Mosh Legend in Poughkeepsie, see, though, is, is. That's also a good legend. difference that, of, like, how we were <laughs> when we were younger, because Amanda was definitely, like, try to crowd surf and i'm like in the back of the the venue like hey guys i'm hey, gonna be safe yeah. right I here saw, <laughs> thank you i saw the wonder years like three weeks ago and i crowd surfed three weeks ago in my oh, there you go. and body. how are your knees still recovering <laughs> going back yeah. to the to the emo uh thing i was i was too chubby to like <laughs> get the skinny jeans because they had they mm. had to buy girl jeans like they didn't make yeah they didn't exist for yet. dudes like i i was in high school from 2005 to 2009 so i like I-, I couldn't find 
the tight pants. So I just wore these awkward baggy pants. I also like didn't know how to shop for myself because I was a teenager and didn't really care. So I was like the oversized hoodie thumb hole through the, uh, that was, that was me. Yeah, you were. That was, that was a thousand percent me up until I got into college and then uh, dropped out of college to join a band. And then and here we are today. Band. And here we are. So. <laughs> still Before unable we... to shop for ourselves. Still unable to shop for myself. Yeah. No. I'm connecting some dots in my brain right now. Before we, I'm just going to throw out something that I will probably cut out. Do y'all remember a band called... I think it was called Five Star Fatality or something like that. Like five something. I don't know. I had this neighbor. His name is Alex. And he was in, he was my first exposure to like Alex. a local. I know yeah. Alex. Hold on. You know Do Alex. you want me to call him real fast? <laughs> we know, we Alex. know, we know Alex so, intimately. So, so, so some of the photos from the Nothing Worth Keeping video, all the like mm-hmm. the behind the scenes photos from that, Alex took those. And he also Dude, did I, which didn't he do the uh, artwork for one of the He did the maroon things? shirt that we have. No, the, I the grew shirt, up the, the... next door to oh, him. Oh no, no, you're right. He did the no home. He did the no home split. Yeah. But I grew yeah, up next door to him and he was my he was my gateway emo. Alex was my gateway emo metal person. So crazy. Because well, I remember you, specifically you have to leave this one because we need to see family... if he listens. <laughs> His family was having a barbecue or something, and I went over there in like the beginnings of my emo phase. And he burned me a copy of Lies for the Liars because my parents wouldn't let me buy it. And that was like a that was like when it all started snowballing for me. It was like my so, next door neighbor burning the CD for me, and then all this other shit. Really? <laughs> cut that! Cut that! Cut that! But he uh, had a band. I don't remember at the time. I didn't know what their name was, but he had a band with some guys we went to high school with i think and we would hear them practicing my parents would be like complaining like oh what is this shit What's that noise? Like, oh, this is so fucking cool <laughs> my next door neighbor's in a band this is so cool and now yeah. here we are, so. <laughs> anyway more more funny more fun questions, <laughs> yeah, questions. Um, what is your go-to karaoke song like i believe in a thing called love <laughs> oh wow <laughs> prepared there's no hesitation it's literally i i fuck with karaoke hard and it's i believe in a thing called love by the darkness all right so nice we also you hit every like high pitch you hit everyone are you are you a few deep and you think you're hitting them or does he actually or do you like I mean, we've Louis. we've karaoke in the van <laughs> on the road, and I mean, yeah, he, 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 he gets up you there. Get it there. The the change in the vocal, <laughs> your vocal tone yeah. there says no, he doesn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, yeah, yeah, it's, he gets there. Yeah. Listen, opinions are like assholes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> some are shittier than others. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I nail it. Uh, what about you guys? You got one. Um, so it, and I, I don't know if there's, vi- there might be video evidence of it. I, when I'm liquored up, I do a mean Adele. Like <gasps> someone Adele. like you, someone like you, and I'll get emotional into it. Yeah, no. I, 
Like I've got, so I've got a higher pitch voice and like, I like to push my range a little bit when I sing, uh, when I do it, but like lately, and I haven't done karaoke in a long time, but I've been on a huge Toto kick the last like three years. There and Rosanna is my favorite song in the entire world. And I'm pretty sure like I would, I'd nail that song. <laughs> These were both. I kind of believe it. Really satisfying wild cards. I was not expecting yeah. Yeah, <laughs> would have never guessed those Although, two songs in my life. I have to say, in my limited experience with you, Dan, as soon as you said that, I was like, "Yeah, that I, can, <laughs> I believe it." Sure, and that adds oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a wild card man. <laughs> I'm like, should we doing this tonight? Like karaoke? Are we doing this? Okay. <laughs> oh, let's go. But noted for when you guys do come back down here. Um, but right. another, oh, yeah. uh, another fun question that we always ask fans is. Aside from not the touring setup, but like what items do you bring? Aside from like your phone or your, your wallet or yeah. other than necessities, what are your need on like, tour things? That... Give us give us the dirt. Do you guys have like a childhood stuffed animal that needs to go on tour with you? Or like I, need, I bring my need, pillow. From what's your home, necessities? That's for sure, I, I bring mm. a very specific pillow from home. But like I don't think it's a necessity wise. Um, I read a lot. And I can um, I don't get car sick, so I can read. So like I'll just be posted up like so. There's my tour, like my my uh, travel bag, obviously clothes and all that stuff, and then my backpack. And when you open up my backpack, it's like the laptop for the laptop sleeve and everything like that. And then it's like four or five books. And then I have a little mm. I have a little reading lamp that you attach to the <laughs> oh, nice. so I can read at night. Yeah, I'm a that's nice. my have to have. Mm. Nice. Uh, my, mine is a a bag of liquid IV. Yes. Um, there you go. That yeah. so our first like long tour, we went out with uh this great band from Florida, Secret Keeper, and I did not hydrate myself the entire tour. And we got to Connecticut, we were like two days from the end. We played the hottest show I think we've ever played in a brewery, which is a giant metal room. And we got to our guitarist Mike's house and we're making food. And I am like, great. I'm just the worst I've ever felt. I think I drank. The only thing I had drank in a probably 12 hour period was a hard green tea and one sip of the Gatorade that I had bought because I knew I was dehydrated, but I didn't realize how dehydrated I was. And mm. I just remember like feeling like I was going to pass out and it was terrifying. Cause like, I was just like, mm. like what's happening to me? What is this? Like, I'm like, and I'm also like exhausted, just tired from being on the road. And like, it was not a good situation. So hydration, I <laughs> realized important. for this next tour. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we were like, this is our first time going out to Texas. And I'm like, I know it's going to be hot. I'm going to be hot. Mm-hmm. I need to be hydrated as much as possible. So that was the one thing that I was so excited about. And every morning I crack open a bottle of water, pour in the liquid IV, down it. And mm. I felt amazing. Shout out to my girlfriend for getting me hooked on electrolytes because <laughs> I, I need them. And so, I don't drink enough of them now that I'm home. And I'm <laughs> feeling. Dude, I'm pretty sure I can answer for the other three dudes. Like, no question. Go for it. Go All right. for it. Mike answer their karaoke go. song, too. Play us a karaoke uh, song for them. Uh, Mike is going to do Wonderwall by Oasis easily. Mm. Mm. Um, 
<laughs> you get that dude an acoustic that's getting played um, <laughs> so mike would do oasis wonderwall for sure i just have to believe that and mike's one thing that he brings that he has to have he has a rice cooker <laughs> my dude brings a mike, rice cooker mike, mike is my dude dog he is the road dog my man's like, got he, camping he'll supplies. sleep in the van he does not buy food he's like i've got he's like i got i have oatmeal Yep. Because the guy's like, I've got a banana on set. Yep. And I'm like, bro, more power to you. Because I'm just like, you know, give me the hot dog. Yeah, give we're going to cook it, bro. We're, give me we're the taquitos. I am terrible. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely Mike for sure. Um, Brandon would be his camera easily. He has to have his camera with him. Yeah. He's not going anywhere without his camera. His karaoke song, I really don't know what it would be. Because he's he's got such a ridiculously eclectic stuff, like, music palette that i really don't know where he would go um and then matt matt would bring the haziest ipa of all time my man <laughs> loves his hazy ipas uh but you just can't find like you can't find northeast beer in a lot of places so he makes sure mm-hmm. to bring his comfort drink uh, <laughs> it's not really it's like that makes it sound really bad he's not he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not <laughs> yeah. beers in the band he's as not, a collective though this is a, a judgment free zone the yeah. the cooler that lives in the front of our van when we're on tour yep. is our like best friend mm-hmm. because yeah. you always oh, know like sure. when you're like oh god I'm so like you wake up after like taking a three hour nap in the back of the van and you have like no liquid left in your body and he's like I need fluid you know that there's at least like a Gatorade or a bottle of water in that cooler that you can drink and it will save you. Mm. So that is like our collective comfort. Oh yeah. And um, yo, like shout out to Matt's mom. Yes. Um, every time we leave for tour, like when we when we get ready to get out of there, she literally will have like ready for us to take like, like two cases three, of Gatorade, two cases, cases of water, water. snacks oh, nice. and shit. Like she's like <laughs> she's like, bring my son back alive, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. Cooler in the van is a move that Dude, our, Alessandra our should... fits between the two front seats. It's perfect. <laughs> to be fair, it, I don't think Alessandra has Alessandra travels eight deep in a van. I don't think <laughs> there there ain't no room in there. But if there, there was there are quite a few members of that band, right? There are like six plus two crew members. So Oh, all right. I have a I have a question. I have a fun question. All right. Sure. What's something that you own in your room that totally makes sense that you own it? Like it might hmm. be random, but it totally makes sense that you oh, would have that. I'm gonna show it. Actually, oh. I, I'm gonna show it. Yeah, I feel I like mine. that's a fun one because it tells a lot about. Like you see it and you go, "Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense." Actually, mine also has an Alex <laughs> tie-in, so keep that. <laughs> yes. I actually don't know. I like this is like you stumped me. I'm like, what would I have? A Guitar this, Hero guitar. <laughs> I have not had a, a functioning copy of Guitar Hero in 15 years, but for some reason, through several moves, this I feel like I can't throw this out. And I got this sticker because I went to an Avenged Sevenfold listening party at Hot Topic, and I was the only kid that showed up, and that was when Alex worked at Hot Topic. So. That's so funny. See that? See that makes sense that you own that. That's exactly right. what exactly. I'm talking about. Just makes exactly. sense. <laughs> All right. This is what makes sense. This purse. Uh-oh. 
Oh my god, I love that purse. I've seen pictures of that purse, and I do love that purse. This is my prized possession. Okay, do you know how? Do you know how many people ask me about this purse? And I'm always like, I just got it on some random store. Lies. I'm like, I'm not gonna walk out and see all you Boston Southie girls with my purse. You basic bitches. No. No, tell you shit. You can't pull it off. But yeah, that's my prized possession. Oh, but if you know me. If you know me, it it's very on brand. <laughs> Perfect. What you got, Gus? I feel like Dan right, has a specific on. idea in mind. That, that I, is do. <laughs> I, I do. It's, it's, I do. It's literally right behind me. <laughs> my husband's standing right here in the kitchen. I should ask him. Let me not knock my desk over. <laughs> this is one of my uh, prized possessions. Um, I am a huge nerd. Like... <laughs> Like a huge, <laughs> huge nerd. Um, so it's glowing, whatever it is. I heard Anakin, bro. It's I heard Anakin. Like Anakin. <laughs> um, I swear to God. <laughs> this is the coolest thing I own. And it does cool things. Like, oh my gosh. It's got a it's got a kyber crystal. See? See, this is why Dan and I this is why Dan and I are, are in a band together. It's because we are uh yeah, huge nerds. And, was, was that literally your item, Dan? Was that what you were thinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, I I understood that it moved, but when it moves, when you talk, is when I lose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so this is for like five year olds. <laughs> Have you seen the video? The, of the viral mom? one of the mom in yeah. the car. Yeah, that's all, all I can think of right now. Yep. Yep. Did you find one, Haley? <laughs> well, I asked. I asked my husband, um, and he, he he gave me one that I didn't feel like was fun enough, but I'll <laughs> tell you what he said. He said, I have um, I have a calendar, a chalkboard calendar in our kitchen, and I literally put everything on for our month. And he's like, because you're such a planner. And it's true. I am a planner. It, to be fair, it's on brand. Haley it's is on also brand. a mother. So. Yes. But that's I what I was going to say, though. But like, It's one of those things you own that makes sense. Like, She would own that. Oh, we were, we did have, um, that we sometimes ask is what is your dream tour that you'd be on? What bands? Uh, current <laughs> all time. What are we talking about? All time. All time. Let's go all, all time. time. All time. But also if you feel like manifesting anything and putting it out in the yeah, universe. Throw it out there. That's a good point. Uh, oh, Okay. Poison the Well uh, headliner. Oh, that's what Park. I was gonna say, you son of a bitch. It's gotta be Poison the Well headline. Poison the Well has to head. Yeah, Poison the Well headlining. Give me some comeback, kid. Oh. Yeah, counterparts. Yeah, give me some comeback, kid. And then, uh, and then, I would get Let Live back, man. I'd get Let Live back for mm. that run. Mm. Nice. And the chariots playing in the parking lot. Oh my god, yeah, they are. <laughs> in the parking lot. I love it. In the parking lot with a generator. Yeah. Like they're not like yeah, one yeah, generator. Yeah. I love and that it's you a guys. Floor show, and bass oh, it has to be. Yeah, it's a floor show. Very intimate. 
no one's going home. I love that you home. guys are on such the same page that immediately, <laughs> just the same exact. Oh, dude, like I it, that that meme from the office when he's like, "So this is the stage, and it's like the palettes." I'm like, "Yeah, that's the stage. Bro. Let's <laughs> let's make that happen all day." We'll throw them on a mall tour. Mall tour. <laughs> mall yes. tour. Mall tour. Oh, I want to. I want to bring back mall tours. Like you know, in the '90s, you'd see like Britney Hell Spears, yeah. like before she like they'd perform at malls. And I'm like, we need to do that yeah. and have like Auntie Annie's samples in the mosh pit going on, and like mm. just ha- bring yeah. back oh ma- and you just hit malls. And I think it will personally boost the economy and bring back mall- dying malls. <laughs> I'm just Courtney. Courtney had this idea last week, and the yeah. more I've been thinking about it, the more I think this could also somehow end up, you know, taking back the music industry. No merch cuts at the mall. Yeah, no merch no, cuts at the no. mall. Hashtag no merch cuts at the mall. There yes. you go. That's like uh, there's that one video of Dillinger playing. I think it was at uh, oh, first off, Tower Records. It was Tower or Records. Or, yeah, it was in Tower New York Records. City. And I was there. Oh my god! <laughs> I was there. Like that it was like, crazy. heavy music. Heavy music just in the public. Yeah. With like bystanders <laughs> in the background, just people who are unaware. I love this new trend of like hockey teams having bands come and perform mm-hmm. like during oh, yeah. halftime, but like the Hurricanes like, did that a few years ago. It's so awesome because heavy music and sports like hockey go together. Shout out Bar Down Breakfast. Bar, bar Down Breakdown. Bar, not bar Down Breakfast. Shout out Bar Down Breakdown. Because yeah. that's and their yes, whole shout, thing. Shout out them. Yeah, the whole shtick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love the idea of heavy music in not heavy areas because then like normal people get to be subjected to it and it's just <laughs> amazing watching the reaction it's Art. just you have to like, listen because like well because like i come from like you know god bless her i love my mom but like growing up she could never handle any of the heavy music why do I you think to. i wasn't allowed to have that copy of lies for the liars because yeah, my mom yeah. didn't like it <laughs> and, and like just seeing like her reaction every once in a while to just something that I would listen to or I'd show her something and she would just be like, I want more of that. Just adjacent <laughs> for what we're doing. Like people who stumble upon it and they're just like, uh, I shouldn't be here. I, 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 I feel like they should experience mm. more things like that. Mm. Maybe retirement uh, homes. Maybe you should go Ooh. play retirement yeah. homes. You'll definitely yes. get that. Maybe, but you might You might, be sued you might kill might somebody. somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe let's, let's, remember you guys you guys no, preschool kind of, uh, that's where we gotta start right? start them young preschool there we go that's where we're gonna start. That's i don't know i said <laughs> preschool sounds great but finish them off oh. you know pit broken hits in the pits fest <laughs> oh, oh, man. In the pit. throw your fucking oh, walkers in the air <laughs> <laughs> It's the I was slowest jazzy circle pit of all time. <laughs> On that note, are we <laughs> yes. ready for songs of the week? Songs Yay. of the week. Dan, you got one locked and loaded? I got one locked. I have like, so it's more than just like a song. Is that cool? Yeah, <laughs> it can. It's, sure. It's, you can, hold on, because I think yeah. you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna put on the mask again huh <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> it's a whole so, cur- currently spinning <laughs> dashboard confessional the oh, places you come mm, here the most mm, that's currently mm, uh, on the record player 
and wow. I will turn it on once I get <laughs> off of here. Nice, 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 nice. Solid tie-in um, to, to malls and being emo. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. You know, speaking of malls, though, also, I just want to, as I always say, it reminds me of the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack, and that soundtrack still slaps, okay? Because they performed at a mall. True that. There we go. (laughs) All right, Gus, go ahead. Our our friends in No Home have a new song out called Empty Veins, and it's amazing, and I wish I could write songs as good as they can, but everyone should go listen to that. No Home's amazing. All right, that's it. Nice, nice, nice. Love that. Haley? Um, so, like I said previously in earlier this episode, mm-hmm. I'm going to do Alexis on Fire. Um, and the song is This Could Be Anywhere in the World. Yes. That's the song I'm going to do. I listened to it. We, me, and, me and Andrew were traveling this weekend, and it came on the, came on the ra- not radio, but the DJ thing on Spotify. And I was like, yes. I don't know how I feel about the DJ. He's tried to make me listen to Leonard Skinner twice today. Um, I solely don't like the DJ because I don't like the fact that he knows my name. Yeah, it's a little what's weird. Up, what's up, Dan? He- it's your boy X. I'm like, whoa. And what if you had like a weird? What yeah. if you made your Spotify like ten years ago when your name on Facebook was something like, you know, was like yeah. your scene name or whatever? Yeah. I don't. Whatever. Oh. Like, there's and he. And he pronounces things wrong too sometimes. Like he'll just say some words that are wrong. Like there's a band now granted it's the band is never tell. And we've talked about this mm. band before. Um, and he was like, listen to Neville. And I'm like, Neville? <laughs> <laughs> what? The what now? <laughs> Who are you saying? <laughs> but sorry, go ahead. Uh, Courtney, what's yours? Oh, um, I'm going to do not afraid to die. Grayscale's newest song. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I I don't know why I didn't do it on the episode recorded that week that they dropped it because we know I'm a grayscale girly, but Mm. I don't know. I don't know what I chose that week instead. Must have been something better. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the ball. Bring us home, Amanda. (laughs) Uh, um, I've talked about, I've had her other song as my song the week before, Britta Racy, my friend on TikTok. Um, she put out a new song called Embarrassing, and it's a total flip from what she usually does. She usually does, like, funky-type stuff, and this is way more, like, indie pop rock. It's 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 so good, and I'm proud of her for expanding her horizons because she seems very excited about it, so everybody should go listen to that. Love it. Nice little shout-out. Very cool. Nice. All right. Cool. Well, Real quick, okay. before we wrap up, plug everything you can. Now, yes. anything else you need to plug? Hold on, I gotta. I need an outlet. <laughs> uh, Instagram.com slash GoChantNY. Uh, Twitter. NY for everything. Yeah, it's all X, here. whatever it is. TikTok. Everything's GoChantNY. We are GoChantNY. We are Husky Boys from the Hudson Valley. Every time you do that, Amanda, I fucking love it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, and go go catch Ghost Chant out on tour if they're coming near you. Can confirm they put on a great show. Um, But it's sweaty. It is sweaty. 
Well, you so, are husky, so yeah. there you go. I mean, <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> Nailed it. All, All right. right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, oh, and yeah, we now have Ghost Chant on Revival. So keep up with our socials and their socials to see new music that will be coming out and catch them on tour and whatever else we have planned. Can't tell you too much. So, yeah. But all right we'll see you on the next episode bye guys thanks for tuning in to the you me and the scene podcast new episodes are released every other monday 